0: Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Welcome back. For this episode, we are talking all about the three strategies to a million dollar network. In fact, these three strategies are so simple, but easy and effective that if you can leverage them, they actually can generate you well over millions of dollars through your existing network or your brand new networks that you're going to be creating. I'm really excited to dive into today's topic because I think this is one that we can sometimes overlook, especially as we are stumbling to kind of pick up pennies instead of looking up to to grab the dollars, if you know what I mean. So with that being said, let's dive in because I think too often what we are doing is we're creating an increased level of complexity and difficulty in our businesses when really things can be quite straightforward. They can be as simple as possible, as ease-filled as possible, and making sure that you're leveraging all the different tools in your toolkit to make as much money, as much impact, and as much freedom as you possibly could want, because I know that that's important for me, and it typically is very important for the clients that I'm working with as well. So with that being said, what you waiting on, gal, girl? Guy, I want you and I'm going to invite you to come and join me inside of my inner circle Sales Mastery Society if you need more help and support around the topic of sales, around the topic of building business, because it can get lonely and it can get very frustrating and confusing to do all the different things in your business without knowing which one to do at what particular time and point. Because there's no point in doing step 10 when you're still in stage three, four, or five. So come and join us inside of sales mastery society. You can go to the link in the show notes below, or go to sales society.com. And we would love to have you inside there for more accountability, more support, and more um, context into some of the things that I'm sharing here on this very podcast. So with that being said, Let's dive into our three strategies. Now, my goal here today is to have this particular episode be pretty short because I want you to really, instead of spending a lot of time uh, listening to me talk about this particular topic, is to actually go and activate and do the actions, right? So once you get the the ball going and the juices rolling, that I want you to really think about how do you... Do this in your own business. How do you actually leverage what I've just taught you and I'm about to share with you and put this into practice within the context of your own business? Because without you implementing, you're not going to see results. So the the headline, right? Like, I mean, it sounds great to say these are three strategies to generate a million dollar network, but this is essentially what I've been able to do time in and time out, not only just once. But over years and decades of doing this in now a variety of industries, now in a variety of ways, so both offline and online, uh, face-to-face and digitally based in a non-traditional sales finance background with now a completely digital online coaching and consulting boutique agency. That's me, Uh, as well as I've, I've literally just done this. Uh, in a completely different niche or focus with the spirituality um, component. So we're not going to talk about that in, in any particular detail today. But just know that regardless of what it is that you're looking at, this can work for you. Okay, so th- there is no industry that this does not work for, I guarantee you that if you just think about your network in a very different perspective, and using the three strategies that I'm going to share with you, that it's going to be fruitful, it's going to be um, more helpful for you than maybe what you have been able to do in the past. And I'm going to guess that this is low hanging fruit that you're going to be able to go and tap into in order to help grow your business exponentially, especially in the, the, the next six months or so. So Let's dive into strategy number one, shall we? Because I think sometimes we underestimate the power of a network. And I know that a lot of times clients come to me because they don't want to be sleazy or salesy, that they don't want to seem pushy or aggressive, and they don't want to feel like they're having to constantly ask their friends and family for business. Now, here's the thing. Your friends and family typically aren't going to be your best clients. They are not going to be your dream clients but they may be connected to individuals, companies, contacts that are going to be some of your best clients. So how do you leverage and tap into that collective power of your network? Number one, our very first strategy is going to be become valuable, become valuable or be valuable. Now, here's what I understand the more value that you have, the more value something has for you, the more you're going to want or desire it, right? So I want you to think about what is it that you have in your home right now? That is your most valuable thing, right? And it could be a person. So who is the most valuable to you? What is the most valuable possession that you have? Can you picture it in your mind? I want you to just Spend a a couple of seconds here. And if something immediately popped up, amazing. But if you have to give it some thought, that's totally okay as well. But I'm going to guarantee you that it is something that you've either given some thought or regard to that has perhaps been around your life for quite some time, right? So, because value is in the eye of the beholder. So, sometimes there are things that are just of sentimental value. So I'll give you an example from my one of my kids from my daughter, my daughter is now, you know, almost 13 years old, and she has toys up in her bedroom from when she was basically born. And every year we go through the same routine of you know checking in and and seeing if she wants to continue to hold on to some of these items or if it's time to let them go and there's a few key items that she still has now I'm not going to name any names but any parents out there you can probably guess kind of what types of things that I'm talking about if they've been with her since she was born since early early childhood all the way up to the time that she's 13 and so as a result that that particular object or objects, in this case, they're very valuable to her, right? They they have a lot of sentimental value. They physically don't actually, you know, they're they're not worth very much. If I was to go and sell these items, we wouldn't ever do that uh, because they're a little raggedy. They're um, they're on their last legs, it's very difficult to wash a couple of them, just given how much love and care that she has given, how much attention she has provided to them over the the decade now that she has owned these particular items. Um, But they're extremely valuable to her. And so as long as they're valuable, guess what, she's not willing to let them go. So although this is about an object, and uh, although it's about my uh, almost teenage girl, I want you to think for yourself. Are you equally as valuable in the eyes of the beholder to you? Meaning, if you, let's just put this into the context of the analogy. If you were this childhood item from my daughter's life, would your ideal client actually want to keep you for as long as she has? <laughs> And if not, why? Right. So I want us to become as valuable as possible to the people that are in our network, because when we have value, when we are so important to what it is that they need to accomplish or what it is that they want to do, that they can't see their lives without you in it, then you become indispensable. And that's when the price points of what it is that you offer is is kind of irrelevant. That's when your network basically says, like, you can't afford not to know this person, you can't afford not to work with this individual, because they are so important, right? The things that they do is so valuable, what they help accomplish is so meaningful, that it doesn't really matter. Because if somebody has the problem that they're struggling with, and you uniquely provide that as your solution, then your network is going to just promote you to the to the cows come home, really. Um, so that's the very first thing, right? Is how valuable are you? And if you aren't as valuable as you could be, what needs to shift in order for your network to perceive you as being somebody of value, as somebody who is extremely valuable as a, a, a gift, as a, a tool, as a resource for not only them personally and in their business, but ultimately for their clients. If you work with the same types of clientele, right? Because ultimately, that's why you're trying to grow your network. You're trying to encourage other people to help promote or refer or to do all kinds of things so that you can cross pollinate and cross collaborate and cross promote so that your efforts don't have to be as hard, right? So that's the very first strategy. The second strategy, it lines up directly with the very first strategy, which is that you have to be somebody of value, that you have to inherently provide something that is worthy to somebody else, right? This is not about your own personal worth. This is about the thing that you do having worth or value. The second part then becomes you need to be able to serve first. So, The strategy of using a a network and only using a network in order to be able to sell. We've all been in those types of opportunities. We've all been in those networking groups where people are forced to refer business or they get dropped. And while I definitely... Uh, encourage that we look at our compensation, and we look at the activities as related to compensation, that's definitely one of the things that I help my uh, higher bespoke consulting clients to work out when you have a compensation and an activity mismatch, it can generate different types of behaviors than maybe what you're looking to encourage. However, in this particular case, what I want us to think about is, if we're only looking to create a network with the idea that we are only connecting to make sales, and that it's kind of tit for tat, or that there's a certain number of goals that we need to achieve. And if we don't hit those goals, then we're not as worthy or as valuable as a referral partner that is really one-sided. And while I've also been the leader creating these referral pods or networks where we have certain targets and we have certain goals around how many referrals that we're sending out, at the end of the day, The conversation and the context of how those referrals actually come about and the quality of those referrals is equally, if not more important than the actual absolute numbers behind them. Because I'm going to tell you, having been part of networking communities where there are targets around how many referrals need to be sent to each person every single month, and some of those are complete blah, like they're just terrible because somebody is just trying to meet their quota and they haven't really given any thought they haven't really um, you know, looked at their intentions. They haven't really done very much research to figure out what the heck does that person even do and how could they serve the people in the community inside of my network? It really, they might as well just, have not done anything at all, right? because it's kind of a waste of time. And so if right now you're you're nodding along with me and you're going yes, 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 this is exactly what you have experienced, then you understand why the second strategy of serving first is so important and it solidifies your opportunity to be seen and perceived as the strategy number one, which is being valuable. because when you are able to provide, solution for somebody and serve them in such a way that it creates, um, it creates goodwill, it creates positivity, it creates reciprocity, it creates abundance, it creates them being able to view you in a positive way so that every time they think, wow, every time I connect with Susan, she's always looking for ways to help me. She's always looking for ways to be able to connect me to, to individuals that really, even if they don't end up in a uh, new business, they're just so amazing people. Like they're just such great individuals, or they're so interesting that, that my my life has been improved simply as a result of having those types of connections or conversations. So if you listen to our last episode which we talked all about my triple C methodology and framework which is directly related to making connections and conversations in order to then lead to conversions, then you understand why serving first is the foundation to all of this, because without serving, without being able to guide people, without coming from the correct heart space and the correct heart posture and the right intention, things can go sideways pretty quickly. And especially when we're talking about creating and cultivating a million dollar network, these are valuable relationships. These are relationships that can make or break your business. And if you're taking the time to steward this, if you're taking the time to cultivate this, if you're taking the time to really just nurture, foster and grow these types of relationships that could generate not just thousands, but ultimately millions of dollars for your business why wouldn't you serve? Why wouldn't you be helpful? Why wouldn't you look from a place of being, um, being able to give first rather than looking at what am I gonna get out of this equation? Cause that is the wrong approach. And everybody that's been in networking groups or associations or masterminds or any type of higher level communities where there is inherently baked in this idea of networking and inherently baked in this idea of reciprocity and how to give more than you receive, that you're the one that's going to be the odd man or woman out where your intentions are going to show up just like a giant red flag And I don't want that for you. And I know that if you're here, this really resonates with how you want to approach your business as well. Right. So I just want to encourage you that if you are looking to serve first, especially as it relates to building a million dollar network, you have to dig your well before you need the water. And this is essentially what you're doing by serving and serving. However, there will come a time where there's going to be an opportunity for you to ask for something that's going to help not only you, but also ultimately them. And that leads us into strategy number three, which is the third strategy to create a million dollar network. You need to create wins. Now, this is probably going to be the most challenging for you to be able to wrap your head around, which is why I left it to last, because If you are able to, number one, be valuable or become more valuable than you already are, and secondly, to serve first, then the third one really is a natural progression, right? Because if you are valuable and you automatically serve, then you generally are going to look for ways to create a win for them, usually first. And then because of the law of reciprocity, it's going to come back to you as well. So, This is where, when you look for ways, and this, I'm gonna give you a simple phrase that you can use. So anytime that you're speaking to somebody, you can just ask them, what is it that you're uh, needing the most help with? And this again, not to sell them. This is about you being able to serve in that moment. Is it a, the name of somebody? Is it a resource? Is it a book? Is it a podcast episode like this? Maybe you're listening to somebody and they are talking about something and you go, oh my gosh, I was just listening to Susan talk about this on Master the Sales Game, her podcast. This episode, do you want me to share it with you? Yes, absolutely. That is a way that you can create a win for them. You didn't sell them anything. You just serve them. You look for a way to be valuable. And as a result, you created an immediate win. You created an opportunity for them to say yes to themselves, yes to you, yes to understanding how valuable you continue to be for them. And eventually, uh, and sometimes it happens like right away, right? So it's it's not even just a uh, down the road, you know, around the bend sort of eventually, it could be the next breath that you are speaking, they ask for something that you could immediately help with one of your products and services for one of their clients or somebody in their their network or perhaps somebody that's looking for something. So this is where you are able to then Jump in and be able to look for ways that you create wins, not only for them, but ultimately it will pay you back in spades. It may not happen immediately, but I guarantee you the amount of goodwill that you're putting out into the universe, the amount of reciprocity that you're going to just create, because when people receive something, they feel obligated to return the favor. Now, this is not about you holding, you know, tick, 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 tick. And keeping tally or keeping score, this is about you just serving first from that intention of I'm just going to give because I know that it's the right thing to do. And at the end of the day, the more wins that you stack up on your store your scorecard, the more opportunity there is for other people to look for ways and be proactive in being able to think, Wow, you know, Susan was super helpful. And as they're going around their neighborhoods, their social networks, their business opportunities. If they have an opportunity to help you and you have done an ask where you are equally just looking for ways to continue to serve, and hopefully they're going to ask you the same thing back, you know, what is it that I could help you with? Well, gosh, I'm going to tell you for every single time that I've asked that there has been very, very few individuals that have not asked the same question back. Now, I don't ask this question because I'm, I'm looking for people to ask me that in return. I genuinely come from that place of, I want to be valuable. I want to serve first. And as a result, the way that I can serve best is if I actually know what you need. And that's what, where that question comes from is, what is it that you need the most help with right now? Is there somebody that I can connect you with in my network? Is there something, a resource or a guide or, or an area of focus that you're trying to uh, accomplish that I might be able to help with. And from that place of intention, We automatically create wins right there on the calls, usually, or right there when I'm meeting with individuals or right there when I'm sending out some kind of of connection or um, email communication or whatever it looks like. But I want you to know that if that other person doesn't ask me anything back, I don't hold it against them. I don't hold a grudge. I don't think I'm less valuable. I don't think anything less of them. I just know that this is something that I incorporate into my usual routine. I don't always remember, but genuinely, that's my intention. And that's the place that I, I typically come from. And as a result, even if nobody buys from me, even if I don't end up getting a referral from that individual, I know that I have left the world a better place. And hopefully that person's life in a better way. As a result of these three specific strategies that have been able to help me to grow millions, multi million dollar networks through my corporate career and now in my business, it has allowed me to continue to be. I think a force for good in the world. It has allowed me to create a network and an opportunity of networks that people really know that they can rely on me, that they can trust me. They still come for me for all kinds of very random referrals, but they're not random because I've followed these three strategies in my online business, as well as in in my offline business and experience. So with that being said, again, this was designed to be short. It was designed to be to the point. It was designed to allow you to think about ways that you could encourage yourself to be more valuable, more present, more inclusive of your existing network so that you can cultivate those relationships and grow them to be worth millions of dollars for your business as well. So again, if you need help and support with this, if this is a strategy that you want to leverage uh, even more in your business, I'm going to encourage you to come on inside to our inner circle at Sales Mastery Society, and you can grab more details at salesmasterysociety.com. We will see you over on the other side. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.